On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about a new rideshare hub in downtown Orlando. We got a bunch of bike updates with a new bridge and something's happening with juice. And Brendan and I take the Florida Man Challenge. Challenge. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. And I am the foreboding tickle at the back of your throat before you get sick, Brendan O'Connor. Brendan, you are sounding like a frog. I feel like I get sick as many times, John, as you get to go on vacation. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. I yeah. think if we go back through the episodes, it's the same amount of times. I come on here with a deep voice, or it's nasally, and, uh, and then, or you're away. What's happening here? I don't know. Maybe I should get sick and you should go on vacation. <laughs> You're never sick. I don't like it. I get sick every once in a while, but very rarely. I'm very upset. Here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk <laughs> about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Yes, like uh, College Park and Winter Park and Thornton Park and Soto. I'll just name them all because you're so sick. Thank you. Uh, Holden Heights, <laughs> Paramore. I like this. You're like the Frodo to my Sam. Yes. Uh, carrying Mills the load. 50. Yeah. <laughs> Ivanhoe. All the places, hourglass. Yeah, and uh, we are we are actually hanging out in probably the best place in all of <laughs> Central Florida. It's my favorite speakeasy. It's my backyard. Hey, backyard. We are hanging out by a fire in my backyard with my dog Cora laying next to me and my other dog Hermione staring up at me right now. There's something about cuddling up with a dog, hanging out under the stars with you, John. That feels wrong yeah it feels like a <laughs> camp when you were in about eighth grade maybe uh-oh first, <laughs> first kiss but we are uh yeah we're hanging out by a fire we figured this was like the last night to maybe have a fire yeah. in orlando that we were going to record and so i also look really gross right yeah now. we you didn't want to be seen in public you're no. ashamed of yourself i am i'm ashamed being with you so <laughs> i wanted to be in the dark john before we start there's a challenge that's going around. Oh, a challenge. I want to issue you a challenge. Okay. This I hope it's not a push-up challenge. Somebody <laughs> did that one time, and I just ignored it. You'd already win. <laughs> I can't do one. Between you and I? No, I'd have to do the little ones with your knees tucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> little ones? Is that what you call them? I go, they actually used to call them lady push-ups, yeah, but that's, that's derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> not in March. We can't say that in March. No, now they're called little ones. <laughs> little ones. Pretzel style. Pretzel. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds fancy. <laughs> Short, what's the Schmitz? Smutch? Smuts. Smuts. I don't even know what you're talking about. Maybe I'm having another stroke. <laughs> uh, f- the Florida Man Challenge. Have you heard I of this? saw this. Have you done it yet? I didn't because, you know what? I know what's going to happen. What? So we should explain what this is first. Okay. So it is a, uh, you type your birthday in and you type Florida Man and you see what comes up that happened on your birthday. Yes. I guarantee you there's going to be a news story that says, <laughs> uh, Predators are are getting your your birth date so they can take out credit cards and steal your identity. No, no, you're not saying your name or anything. You're it's saying just, your birthday, just your birthday. Oh, next it's gonna be Florida man and your social security number. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> are you gonna do it with me? Do you have your phone in your pocket? I don't have my phone with me. No, no. We'll have to did do you it after do the it? break. We, we'll do yours after the break. We can All do right. mine now. Uh, I did do it. Florida man plus October thirty first. Oh, Halloween, <laughs> and I got. Florida man gets stuck climbing down well for bragging rights. Oh, I actually, I remember that. So I have it in DeLand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. DeLeon Springs. Oh, DeLeon Springs. Well, yeah, he was, I think he was from DeLand. Three dudes, 17, what, 18, 19, and 20, 
and they egged each other on and dared one of them to uh, climb down into this well, and he totally got stuck. Yeah. They couldn't get him out. They tried to tie him up. They set down a rope. He tied himself <laughs> to it, and they tried to tow him out with a four-wheeler. Oh. <laughs> it, could, it couldn't happen, and uh, fire department had to go out and get it, and their reaction was, boys will be boys. I wish, I wish I was there. At the point where they decided that they just couldn't do it amongst <laughs> themselves. And somebody was like, bro, we got to call the fire department. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's just like, man, not again. <laughs> <laughs> I just got stuck in another well the other day. <laughs> what do you do, you know? We'll see what happens. I'll, I'll check mine after. We're gonna, we have to do it. Okay. Uh, Orlando Weekly just put up a really fun one. They did it for all of their staff. And you could click through a slideshow. They did screen caps oh, nice. of all of the headlines, and uh, they were pretty funny. Nice. So I thought that was great. And that was also fitting because you have hungry Florida man. I do, although I've been a little lax on it lately. I don't like that. I know. Get to it. I will. I'm, we, I'm a hungry Florida man now I myself. I got to know where I'm supposed to eat. <laughs> I'm starving Florida man right now. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> funny. Trending, starving Florida so man. So what is happening in Orlando? We've had, few, we've had a few things, John. Uh, the new Colonial Pedestrian Bridge is now open. I saw you got to do a, a... You walked across it. I actually hopped on a line bike and uh, one-handed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we can talk about that. Oh, we will. Uh, and uh, pedaled over one-handed. And it was really... It's funny to ride one-handed and try to steady cam something <laughs> on an electric assist bike. And you can see the headlight of the bike is like going back and forth. Like crazy. It looks like I'm caught in a storm. So how was it? Uh, it's really cool. It's, it's very space age. There's just something really like joyfully urban about uh, soaring over a bunch of cars that are stuck on Colonial Drive. And, and we should say this overpass goes over Colonial Drive by I-4, connects House, the yep. urban trail to Gertrude's Walk. Almost. And so it connects to Gertrude's Walk and there's an extension that now goes north of Link Central Station and goes directly through with the uh, with the bridge, which soars over Colonial just east of the I-4, like you said, John. Uh, and then it caps back out over to Orange Avenue behind Steelhouse. If you need to get to the urban trail, you're going to have to cut through the north quarter on the street uh, before you get back. So over. still, we still don't have a, a dedicated we, trail. We don't. And I don't know what. I guess they said they didn't have enough right of way that curves around the railway track there uh, around all of those buildings in north quarter. I think they could have made but it. But better than it was. <coughs> yes. And it's uh, it's so fast. It was really cool. And they're going to have a little dog park underneath it. Because if you ever drive by there, uh, Steelhouse, I mean, and people are like either in the morning or late night when everybody's getting back from work, John, people take their dogs and they will literally like have one foot in their in their apartment and one foot out with their dog on the leash making it pee in a bush because oh. there's nowhere for them to go, right? Or they'll like just go walk around a palm tree like they do at 55 West a couple of times <laughs> and then go back inside. Uh, so sad. So it's great to see they have this little dog walk, uh, dog run underneath the actual bridge. Smart use of space, really cool. I'm excited to see. It, uh, it'll Steel be House nice to it. have that connector to downtown. I, as I said a million times, my wife and I, we live here in College Park, and we'll bike downtown every now and then. And kind of when you get around that area, you got to make a choice. Like, am yeah. I going to go down Orange Avenue? Yeah. Am I going to go cut through Lake Highland? Uh, how am I going to get downtown? So it'll be nice to sort of take that over Colonial because – I never like crossing Colonial and uh, and and Orange. Like it's a the pain. bike lane as you approach on Orange to downtown on uh, on Orange 
It's uh, it ends. So you're suddenly in traffic and then you're expected to either ride in a full lane of traffic going in orange, which nobody likes if they're stuck behind you, or go up on the sidewalk. And the sidewalk is actually pretty large. It's a pretty wide sidewalk. Uh, and that's generally what I'll do. But Scotty Campbell, your sometimes replacement in uh, all things, John, uh, <laughs> will... Not all things. He just powers <laughs> through. He just he just owns that lane, John. All things. All things. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad it's finally open. Are they going to do anything, or is it just open? They're going to have a grand opening sometime in April. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I can't remember. I think I now we need April more 14th. of those. Well, I don't know. Where would you put it? Well, the big one, this isn't our coverage area, but the big one supposedly should go by UCF on Alafaya and University because oh, sure. several students have been hit and killed over there, but they've they've never put one over there. Part of it is actually it's just money. I mean, I know they're expensive. Our, our chums over at News Junkie were talking about line bikes, which we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about line bikes today, and and they were bringing up safety and how there's just so many more bikes now, and people aren't really paying attention to the rules of the road. The and bikers or the drivers? I, I want to say both. They were kind of laying it at the feet of the cyclists, John. I don't think that's – I think it's too easy. And I think it's really – the line bike and bike share – are for people who don't really own bikes. I own a bike, but I'll use it if I'm downtown, right? Yes. I think primarily, though, it's for people who don't have bikes. Yeah, they they want they're at a bar, they're at a yeah. restaurant. They're like, we want to go to the other side, but we don't want to get an Uber. So they just hop, hop on, on a bike, which is great. Which is great. That's what you're supposed to use it for. Yeah, you try to keep up with each other. There could be groups, though, you know. And so they run red lights and they run stop signs, and it's fun. They don't know how to stop their bike. <laughs> they're they're different centers of gravity. They're heavy. They're electric assist. You know, so. It's tough for some of these first-time riders to know where to go, and so it's a little dangerous right now. And and as we're getting used to having more cyclists on the road, uh, we're lucky that we haven't had a big accident yet with Lyme. I haven't heard of one. I asked when we wrote about all of the ridership numbers, and they said nothing had happened yet. Yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you're right. I haven't heard one of a of a Lyme bike or even a juice bike. I, I don't know. Maybe there. I'm sure no. there has been some sort of accident. But I haven't heard of one. Um, we'll talk about juice. All right, yeah. Talk about it? And so, so we we sort of referenced this a little bit earlier. And uh, Juice Bikes is calling it quits. Huh. The, the original sort of sh- ride share bike share in downtown Orlando, which when did it open? 2014, 2013? Uh The first bike was put out on New Year's Eve. Uh, 2014. Okay. But to, it really officially launched in 2015. 2015. These are the orange bikes you've probably seen all over downtown Orlando. They're usually on racks. Yep. And they, they were the first one. They were the ones that came in and sort of pioneered this whole idea of renting bikes downtown. And, and they wanted to go dockless before they launched, but the city made them have docks, right? Yeah. Uh, and they were independently started. I was actually there the day that the idea was pitched at Urban Rethink because I used to run it, and that was the first co-working space in Orlando. It was downtown in, in Thornton Park. Uh, and Peter Martinez, yeah. who launched it, it was his idea, and, and he pitched it, and we were like, dude, great idea, but like never going to fly because you just you don't know what you're talking about. And he refined his pitch over and over again, and finally, man, he did he not 
only make it happen. He he set the precedent for other bike share companies. Yeah, and they in. had uh, they had sponsors, and they have yep. they had spots all over town where you could park. On. I mean, once again, I I think without juice bikes, you don't have lime bikes. No, maybe he, not. Maybe I mean, eventually, yeah, they're all over. But I think they're the they're the ones that sort of set the standard, and people liked them. But it's really hard to compete when you have another company that doesn't have to do the same thing that you do. You I don't agree. have to do the rules that they so have. they changed it. I want to say mid last year. I can't remember when it happened. We wrote about it. You can go look it up on bungalow.com. dot uh, com. They changed the code about that that monitored. Uh, Talkless bike parking. I'm going to sneeze, and I apologize. <laughs> uh, and here, you keep talking, and I'm going to blow my. Well, nose. yeah. So, so line bikes came in, and if you haven't been on a line bike, they're the the green ones that you see all around town, and you they don't have a dock, and so you ride it or you check it out. Basically, you ride it, you put it wherever you leave it, and you pay as you go. And it, it's, it's you know just it's way, way more convenient. It's super convenient, and they actually and they had in. I want to say three months, uh, the same amount of rides that Juice Bike had in all of last year, right? Just because convenience is key. Yeah, it's and just so yes, easy. It's more expensive than Juice Bike. It was. It's just more expensive than Juice Bike because uh, you're paying per ride. There's other there's other uh, plans and things, but it's just more expensive. But people were willing to pay more because they didn't care. They're like, heck yes, I'll pay. Yeah, because you don't have to take bucks. it somewhere else. I mean, that's. I mean, I know you didn't have to take a juice bike somewhere, but right. there was. But you, there sort of was this implied. Oh, I got to bring it back to a rack. Granted, I know there was a fine you could pay and, and put it wherever. But with line bikes, you're like, all right, I'll ride it here. I'll take it there. When I'm done, I'll put it wherever I want. And and I I get it. And I get why that. And for people who are all about convenience, right? And if I can just leave it here on the sidewalk, that's what they're going to do. Totally. Uh, which is pissing off some people <laughs> i know totally it uh, is right and i get that i mean and, and there's a group of people that like want you to put your toys away that just don't like the idea of bikes being out where everybody can see them they ought to i mean i don't i actually haven't been on a line bike i have a bike so i don't really, really rent them sure. that often but they ought to have some sort of like etiquette for it like on the bike <laughs> they like do. hey do they, they? yes okay like, trying, don't leave it nobody on nobody reads that john oh. <laughs> and there's people who are specifically using them and like leaving them in the middle of mills 50 because i think it's funny like in the mills avenue uh and, and then because they know people are going to take pictures of it like <laughs> oh, there they go again with the line bikes <laughs> but you'll be penalized for that and if you if you're the last person to ride it and you throw it in a lake yes you're going to get charged totally uh they'll get you get you good so Tonight's so thing. i we had we had joked a little bit about this on twitter me you and matthew petty oh, sure. from wmfe yeah. that uh so juice bikes is winding down they're gonna closing juice bike as it is and then they're rehabbing uh they're getting a whole new fleet and a new concept that has to go through permitting it's called hopper h-o-p-r uh but they're selling off those old ones but it's, yeah selling them off and and according to the WMFE story, they were going to be $500. Uh, yeah, $499. That's crazy bucks. to me. Uh, yeah. I get it. They're sturdy, heavy bikes, <laughs> but they've been out in the sun and worn for four years. I hope they donate one to Orange County History Center. Yes. Uh, right? That, that's cool. They yeah. ought to just donate them all and, and take the tax write off. I, but there, I think there's something there that you can't. There's Because nope. you see pictures of them. And the bike nerd circles online of like filling up landfills, like they, oh really? Yeah, it's like some of these things that have folded. These bike companies uh, will just throw them out, and so you'll see in a landfill. Like, I, I piles would be of them. amazed if if they sold ten bikes. 
I'd love to hear. I would too. I yeah. just don't know who has the five hundred dollars to spend on a bike that it's you can buy a brand new bike that's <laughs> way better. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna have the all the things on it. Yeah. You know, the bells and whistles. <laughs> yeah. The anyway. solar powered GPS thing and like all that's coming off. Yeah. Uh anyway. Anyway. Sad to see it go. Uh Seiji Schobert, who's like heading it up now, is keeping his lips tight. He's not telling me what's happening. Yeah, uh, with their with their new thing. But I actually saw a whole bunch of new bikes out back at their place. So we'll we'll see what happens. All right. I heard. I, I saw that you got to go out to eat the other day at an Italian restaurant. I did satay. How was it? Uh, it was fantastic, John. Uh, this is the new Italian comfort food place, a rustic Italian restaurant in Ivanhoe Village. Open by all Italian food comfort food <laughs> I, I, for for Italian people. <laughs> <laughs> if you're cooking it like my mama, uh, it's the Seven Bites ladies. So VA and uh, Trina. Probst, Gregory Probst. And this is over off uh, Orange in Virginia where Brian's. numerous places have Can you been. Name Brian's? No, Brian's. And Norris was there for a while Norris. together. And then Elliot's public house came in and kicked her out. Yes. And then Nova. Nova. And then Stir. Stir. <laughs> Stir. And uh, yeah. Which no. one was there the longest? I mean, obviously oh. Brian's, but after that. Uh, I want to Nova? No, I think Nova was. Nova, Nova was there for two years. I oh, think. wow. Okay. This is good. John, the food was fantastic. The staff was great. Uh, they did a wonderful job just warming up the interior. Good. Uh, you wanted to stay there. Their cocktail and wine menu is really fun. It's seven wines, seven beers, sete, which nah. is Italian for seven. Uh, and the food was great. They had this. It was things that they just loved. One of the dishes, John, was a uh, a grape and sausage dish. Okay, and uh, and I at first when I saw it, I was like, "What is this? This is stoner food." And then I was like, <laughs> "Obviously, I'll have to try it." <laughs> and uh, and it was great. It was something that VA had made for her partner Trina. Just like they used to just make it comfort food, and and they were like, "We're going to use this in our." I love it. Someday. I love it. Yeah, I I loved it. You can see our pictures on our. Uh, Instagram at Orlando Bungalore. You can head over to bungalore.com to see the write up. When does it actually open? Uh, tonight. Tonight. Friday. Yeah. Oh. Friday. Friday uh, Are you taking me? <laughs> no. I'll take you another day. You want to go? Sure. I'll take you there. All you right. Really in. Let's go. All right. All of us. We'll leave Scotty at home, though. <laughs> He's such a grump at new places. I don't want him to ruin it. If he doesn't like it the first time, he doesn't give it another chance. Oh, I know somebody like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm okay with it ruining it for you and Leanne, but I want to I keep going back. All right. Fresh made scratch pastas, John. There is vegan pastas. Really? They didn't use egg, you know, and uh, eggplant meatballs, which I think they'll do fine there. I know that 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 location seems to have been cursed since Brian's left. And if you did, you ever go to Brian's? Uh, Yes. So Brian's, Brendan, or and everybody else, if you (laughs) didn't go, uh, it was kind of like a breakfast spot where you can worst get serving experiences ever <laughs> those servers were just I always, I always, well, you know i always liked it but it was like a <laughs> bacon and eggs kind of place you like being cheap for I food do. and then getting treated like that's fine ass but they had but say. they had really good uh, cinnamon rolls you can say that okay. they had really good cinnamon rolls they were known oh, they for their did. cinnamon yeah, rolls yeah, yeah. And everybody was upset when that closed, and I and it was like an Orlando institution. I don't really know why they closed. I don't know if they just got bought out. I think or they got bought out. Things got by okay. Elliot's public house. They bought uh, it. They ran it as Bryant's for a little I don't bit. Re- and I don't even remember Elliot's. Uh, my the only reason I really know about it is because my neighbor helped with the build out. 
Uh, I don't know if I ate there or not. Maybe I did. I probably did. But I, I assume this will this will last. It's good food. I I'm liked, sure. I like Dilly. There's not really any Italian over there. No, which is interesting because it's so close to College Park. And yeah, even College Park now is like trimming back on yeah, its. Italian. We got Armando's. Yeah, but like you don't. There was a time and when Adriatic like there was a whole bunch. Yes. Yeah. More Trevis? pizza. Travis is still there. I guess. Yeah, they're still there. They're okay. still there. We haven't, I haven't been there in a while. I need to go back there. Here's another one that was open for a while that just closed. Uh, Baja Burrito Kitchen. I saw that. So I picked it up from Scott Joseph, who like he didn't know much, but I, I didn't know much, so I just really just said, "Hey, this happened. Go check out Scott Joseph Orlando if you want to read more." Uh, and it blew up. Really? Like I had no idea. This is just this little burrito place in Colonial Plaza. Yeah, right next to Total Wine. Right across and, from Barnes and Noble, sort of that whole plaza. I never expected the feedback from that and really? i and i actually like this is such a hole-in-the-wall place that i never even really heard of before. did you eat there no i don't think i ever ate there either i knew it was there but i thought it was just a mall place right <laughs> <laughs> like, what, whatever fast food i didn't know what it was and i just didn't give it a chance because there's so many other places opening and uh i couldn't even their social media was like nil uh, no good photos. I couldn't. I didn't have enough time to go there because I was sick. So I just like pulled a funny photo of some dude crying because <laughs> I was like, oh, boohoo, the place closed. <laughs> and I and I thought that would be it, but man, people were really crying. Well, it's been there twenty years. Twenty years, and I had no idea. They had a pesto chicken quesadilla, which I hear was amazing. Really? And no, I've never been there either. <laughs> Are they closed or are they closed? Closed. closed. Right. Didn't even tell go. anybody why. Not answered emails. Have no interest in talking to people. Closed. All right. Yeah. So that's a shame. And so uh, if, if you uh, didn't go, you missed it. Twenty years. That's crazy. And I never really knew about it. And I well. never knew her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just wrote up. Oh, we have to give these guys a shout out. Quick ease car wash. It's this new car wash service. They will come to you and uh, go to bungalore.com to read more. They have a, a really great service for 40 bucks. They're in and out. Uh, wherever you are, they'll come take your keys, vacuum, hand wash, wax, detail, do everything for 40 bucks. That's a deal. Yeah, go check that out. I like it. Yeah. I'll, do it for they didn't pay for I'll do it for 20 I'll do it for 20 I won't do it for 20 do it for 20 Undercut it. Yes. Come back after the break. John's going to tell you. Uh, who his Florida man uh, results were. Yes, I will. Well, it didn't make any sense. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. Our Hiawassee branch presents She Steps to the Mic on March 26th. This multimedia program examines the role of women in hip-hop and rap music. Practice your English speaking skills with one of our English conversation hours. The English Conversation Hour takes place at several library branches throughout Orange County. Jared Johnson from Lineage Coffee will teach you how to make the perfect cup of joe from bean to brewing. Farm to Cup Coffee takes place Saturday, March 30th at Herndon Branch. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn Grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus John Buster, and I'm the Osprey that dropped a fish on your windshield, Brandon O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are hanging out in my backyard in College Park 
We are sitting by a roaring fire right now this that I made. Romantic. I'm about to take my pants off. You can take your pants off. Hey, you <laughs> can take your pants off. So, Brendan, before the break, we... Uh, there was a challenge. We chatted a little bit about the Florida Man Challenge. Yeah. How Florida Man is ya? And uh, this is a, a thing going on Facebook right now. Social media sensation. Where not an ice bucket challenge. T- <laughs> not a clean up a beach challenge and take a picture with all the trash challenge. But a Florida man challenge. Yes. And on Florida man challenge, you type in Florida man and your birthday and you see what comes up. So what's and, your birthday? Uh, over the break, aren't I did it. You're a Scorpio, aren't you? I am a Libra. I know. And I was born on October 12th. It's Columbus Day. Columbus Day. It's Which, not a day. <laughs> First People's First Indigenous People's day. day. And and my story, which came from WFTV Channel 9. Oh, I should have given my credit. Was man shot after refusing shot at a Koei bar. Like, even that, just the headline, the phrasing of it is Florida Man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you a little yeah. rundown of the story. What does that mean? Basically, what do you do? one man... Shot another man because the other man didn't want to take a shot of alcohol with him. And so he shot him at a place called Frank's Place, <laughs> which is in a Koei off of Silver Star, which is just down the road from where I live. I either want it to be an actual bar called Frank's Place. It or, is. Or they're just so familiar with Frank that in <laughs> this article they just said he got shot at Frank's place. It's just like a oh, bar okay. in a strip mall somewhere like, in Koei. Like Baja Burrito. Exactly. Kitchen. I think it's over by the mall over there. The what's oh. it called? The West uh on the West way, Oaks Mall? On the way like Hanau. It's over that way. All right. So anyway, Man shoots another man because he doesn't drink booze with him. Perfect for you. Yes, perfect. Perfect. So uh, we, we forgot to mention, if you've missed any of our episodes, go Google Play, iTunes. You can get it all there. You can also read yeah. all about or, all of this on bungalower.com. Or get stuffed. That's <laughs> what I got to say. You missed our stuff? Get stuffed. <laughs> uh, we're talking about people drinking. Yeah. Did you hear about those rideshare hubs that might be coming to downtown? I did. Orlando? I I saw a little bit of this uh, on Thursday or tonight, actually, and um, yeah, I, pretty cool. Yeah, I broke the story. You broke it. I did. Oh, you gotta fix it. I think I got them in trouble though too because the city had to issue like a huge statement about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I only used like half the stuff they sent me, like the things that I found interesting. Uh, <laughs> so basically, at at two a.m. Two a.m. You've ever been downtown Orlando and. You've been drinking and you want to yeah. get a ride home, either Lyft or Uber. Uh, it can be a pain sometimes. It's a mass exodus of drunken excess. People looking for the land of milk and honey, stumbling through the streets, trying to find their way home. And so in order to help guide these people to where they can maybe get a ride, the city is, is going to sort of corral them <laughs> into yeah. a spot where they can get ubers just like the drunken cows that they are john <laughs> this is kind of what they do at airports right they have like a space <laughs> where you can just get an uber or a yeah. lift in certain spots because anyway the streets are closed right a lot of the streets downtown are closed uh-huh. so there's only certain places that people can go anyway to go catch a, 
a Plus, ride. if you've ever gotten Uber or a Lyft on a, at 2 a.m. on a Friday or Saturday, you're Good like, luck. oh, is that my Uber? No, that's not him. That's that other guy. Oh, are you Brendan? No, uh-huh. I'm not Brendan. I'm John. Like, it's, it's confusing. <laughs> like, I'm drunk, but I'll be Brendan. Sure, ah. I'll, get your, I'll get in your car. And then they throw up everywhere. <laughs> so this is, but it's also, you maybe you're just stumbling down into a dark alley and you're like, yeah, make me over here, rideshare person. But everybody else is over there, too. So maybe. it's not really a Who dark knows? alley. Because you're trying to like beat the rush to get that rideshare so that guy Brendan doesn't steal your rideshare <laughs> again. So this is where all Ubers and Lyfts and other services are supposed Mears. to go. Mirrors. So there's Mirrors. Taxis oh, I, I, there. I to there's going to be rideshare places there. And I want to say, because the city has a relationship with Mirrors, it might be like behooving them to give them a spot right there, this designated spot for these taxis to be picking people up. You know, Brendan, one of the last times I, I don't go downtown all the every weekend like I used to. Liar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but probably one of the last times we really went out, my wife and I, I think we did take Amir's cab home because oh, wow. it was like the only one that was available. Like it was a pain Such to get an Uber. Such a grown up. What? Such a grown well, no, up. Well, we, no, we tried to get an Uber or a Lyft and just like we couldn't get one. They just wouldn't come pick us up. And what did like, they tra- what, how much was it? So this is what I was getting at. It was like oh. the same price. It wasn't any more or any less than an Uber. Like because you think you have this perception that, oh, the cab's going to be $20 and sure. your Uber's is 10 but it wasn't. It was like the same price. I'm like, well, why don't I just take? I, I did pluralize Uber there. Uh, <laughs> the Ubers. Why, why not just take a, a, a cab every now and then? So like the cab was great, and and I didn't have to call it. I could just put my hand up and I got in. So you know, don't always think the cab is going to be more expensive than Uber or Lyft. Why do we take rideshare? Because the man told us to. I think because you can get it on your phone and 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 you think like, Mears oh, I ordered an this. Too. And you feel like it's easy. Yeah. yeah, you can do it with mirrors now. I feel like I'm supporting the man when I take a cab. And I feel it's like funny, I'm though. supporting so, immigrants when I take Lyft. You know what? I, we, I had this conversation with somebody when, when Uber and Lyft were kind of getting here to Orlando. This whole concept that Uber is this grassroots company that is local and, and cool and hip. That's not really true. I mean, they're a giant corporation. And they got in hot water for supporting Trump, right? Uh, oh no! Oh no! They Uber didn't even support did. him, right? They just had somebody on his advisory council. Yes, yeah. Oh yeah, crazy. Uber did, and that's why a lot of people went to Lyft. But so, so, yeah, and they've also had some issues with some of their uh, employees treating other employees poorly, uh, specifically women employees. But so, yeah, we there's this whole concept that Uber is the the cool hip thing, and Lyft is this cool hip thing. But Mirrors is a local company. And and so why do we treat mirrors as this you know outside because company? of the M word monopoly? Yeah, I mean they're a taxi company. They're all over. They're the ones yeah. that get you know they're the ones that run the taxis. They have incentives from the city. But they're right? but but would you rather not support a local company where the money goes back to local people? I don't know. I feel like this is an extension of a conversation we just had about bike share, right? We uh-huh. were looking at what was more convenient. Uh, what's cooler? It's true. No, and Uber is cooler and Lyft's cooler and more convenient sometimes yeah. to just hit your phone and come pick you up. But I would argue. And I am all about supporting local. I would argue That's if you're downtown job. and it's 2 a.m. and there's a cab that can take you home, it's way yeah. easier to just put your hand up and get in the cab than wait for an Uber for 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. But going downtown, it's a lot easier to get in. But Uber I also or feel Lyft. like you can 
cab drivers can just be assholes. Like, <laughs> and and they can't rate them after, you know? It's like, I know that guy's just going to be there forever because yeah. he has been, and he can just treat people like dirt. You know what? If he gets me <laughs> home safe and alive, I don't care how he treats Aww, me. You know what? You're right. You're right. Anyway, so <laughs> At 2 a.m., I don't care. <laughs> back to the ride chair hubs. So these two spots, they're going to do a, I think it was a six-month trial period, John. Is this because of the downtown czar? Did she do this? She did do this. Yes. Dominique Greco. The I've never not- met her. But I want her to wear a sash and a crown. <laughs> she won't. <laughs> I keep asking her to. We were sitting on a panel for the Downtown Orlando Partnership. You okay? And, uh, oh. My wife just got uh, embers in her face. Burning off those eyebrows, girl. Because we're, we're around a fire here. Never never pee in the wind. That's <laughs> <laughs> my dad used to say. Uh, what were we saying? We're Dominic Greco. Anyway, the she downtown czar. She's the one that told me about it. So she's our nightmare. Uh they, she works with the nighttime economy, right? And that's a big thing. Like, big cities around the world are getting nightmares because the nighttime economy is something that is really that her drives cities. title, Nightmare? Cities. No, it's, um, <laughs> I say Barzar. Yeah, I don't think that's right either. either. I think she has, like, a real title, night right? Night manager. Night manager? Does she work at night or does she work during the day? Night court. I think it's no, She's not night court. She's not <laughs> Judge Harry Anderson. <laughs> she's bull. I feel like her hours are all over because they're doing audits and like right now she's up in New York or something talking to their nightmare. She was you could go to Amsterdam. I would wear a sash. <laughs> if I was a nightmare, a I would walk crier. around. I would walk around and just walk into bars and be like, <laughs> "I am the nightmare. <laughs> See I would me like and tremble. Something to drink. <laughs> I guys wonder if she all the drinks on the house." <laughs> So she's because of her, the six month trial run will happen. For, it'll be midnight to three a.m. Where these two hubs will happen. One is at Gertrude and Jackson, where that new uh, it's like a mural there. Yeah, up the street from uh, Tin Taco. Yes, thank you. And Heritage Square in front of History Center. Ah, because all right. they both there are public restrooms that will be activated. So, really? Because there are no public restrooms downtown. And I talked about that. We have. If you don't make public restrooms a thing, your whole downtown is going to be a public restroom. Which it is, right? (laughs) So, like, why not show people where they can go pee safely? Wait, where can they pee at those two places? Uh, The History Center actually has an outdoor restroom that is locked at all times. So, wait, is it going to be open? Yes. Ah, nice. Because it's going to be policed. Uh, oh, I like it. And they're going to have food trucks. It's going to be well lit. Oh, that's There's a great idea. Be places where you can catch your mirrors and your ride shares and get out safely. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently, I didn't read your story that closely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually have a map of what it's supposed to look like. I saw the map. It looks pretty actually, cool. It does, but I just noticed actually on the way over here, John, that the map shows, I think, how they're going to cut down all the trees in Heritage Square. As it is now, it's full of camphor trees. And I know that I just keep hearing whisperings from uh, people higher up in the city how that's all going to change, but there were never any renderings. I think this is the first real rendering that I've seen for a future use of that Heritage Square space with like two trees in it really? instead of like a big stand of campers. And that's all because of sight lines. And right now it's being used as a hangout uh, for our street livers. Yes. Yeah. Street residents. There's also an alligator there. <laughs> Which <laughs> I think is sitting good. on an alligator. And a, and a fountain that doesn't work. Yeah, and a and a globe that looks like a Death Star. <laughs> I was talking <laughs> to one of the people who runs Wall Street, and they said one of the a couple of years ago, one of the funniest things they ever saw. There was a huge rain, and that fountain just filled up with runoff. Like it must have been feet deep. 
probably like 10, 10 feet deep, 12 feet deep. And this guy was drunk. And he was just walking on his phone, not paying attention, and he just fell in, <laughs> like, like shoulders deep. That sounds and hilarious. Not just rainwater. This is like runoff. <laughs> and there's a puddle behind Wall Street that never goes away. Ooh. <laughs> they call it the put- the stink, the stink puddle. It does stink behind Wall Street. Oh, yeah. That whole, like, that road, whatever road that is, where that trash Court, is. Court Street. Yeah, where that trash is between, yeah. like, where the region's parking garage and there's some law firms there it's the back of the andrew belt and the side of the history center it stinks back there they always stinks back every day they'll pressure wash the street because you know gross is it just beer it's beer throw up like anything (laughs) and then it's like all the garbage juices from that new dumpster which is why they built that new dumpster john and there's a puddle there that literally never goes away (laughs) and i believe when we all die, that's where the next civilization will come yeah, from. That's the primordial primordial <laughs> soup of Orlando. <laughs> Everything in his like DNA, like it just <laughs> doesn't go away. And with this like heat in the Florida summer, there's things you know things are growing in there. Yeah. We should totally do like a, a swab. How are we doing on time? I have so much to talk about. <laughs> Maybe that's what got in your DNA when you spit at the <laughs> history center. <laughs> it's just it would have been way more interesting. Swamp than, thing. Irish people in Norwegian. <laughs> what, how are we doing on time? We're good. Ten minutes. All right, good. Uh, McQueen's Social Lounge, a Steve McQueen-themed cocktail lounge. I will, saw this. We'll be opening above uh, Bullet. A, I thought that's an interesting concept. I mean, <laughs> like out of the blue. I, it really is. And, you know, it, you know, I've probably seen two or three Steve McQueen movies in my life. Uh-huh. I fi- and I'm 36. I feel like it's a it's an interesting concept based on the 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 people that come to bars downtown. I mean, are they gonna know who Steve McQueen is? I don't know. And I put in a trailer like this little mini doc when I wrote about this in case some of our readers had no idea who uh-huh. it was. Um, and I'll tell you, this is what I think. From what I've seen, the people behind Bullet Bar are like old school downtown Orlando. Yes, because right? they. I knew about this bar coming months ago, but they just had no interest in talking to me because I'm media. Uh, and so I think the guy just happens to have a bunch of Steve McQueen memorabilia and wants to like a place to show it. Oh. Right? So maybe that's what's driving it. I don't know. This is all conjecture. And then uh, they had a fancy way. They said approachable cocktail lounge where you can just come as you are. What's the tagline? And then I was like, dude, what I see in this is you're saying no dress code and affordable drinks because what is up the street? Mathers. Celine Mathers. Yes. Madison room. Yeah. Right. All dress codes. So wait, is Bullet fancy going away? Drinks. Bullet's going to stay the same. All right. And so there's two stories above so, Bullet, I mean, which one, are, is an one old office building. Famous Steve McQueen movie is Bullet. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So maybe they're playing off that too. Maybe that's where Bullet came from. It might be. Silence. Car movie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Way over my head. Uh, I went in the office space before they started the Renault because there was a, an art show there, a pop-up art show called Bananas. Uh, <laughs> and they were giving the money to that nonprofit, Art Reach Orlando, that ah. I do some work for. Uh, so I got to see it, and it's a beautiful space. And so if they throw some money at that renovation, that those two stories could be really interesting. I hope it works out. Cool. Uh the city of Orlando, I got in a little trouble for this. The city of Orlando is suing or considering to sue uh, 
Purdue. Big, big Pharma. Purdue Pharma. Yeah, yeah. Not the chicken, Purdue. No, no. The pharmaceutical <laughs> company. Did you read that? I did. And you I laughed did. a little bit. Well, we talked about it last week a little bit. A little bit. But you posted the actual lawsuit. Finally. This and week. When I, I got it because it was on the agenda. This has to do with, they're suing Purdue Pharma, which made Oxycontin, which has led to a lot of opioid deaths. And I, f- I couldn't find any mention of a class action suit that maybe they were taking part of from the actual litigation paperwork that I saw. It doesn't mention anybody like that. So it looks like it's just a singular uh, case that they're considering launching. Uh, and I, when I wrote about it, it was on the agenda. After I hit publish, apparently it was taken off the agenda. Because so, they're going to consider even presenting it to council even though it's been recommended for approval. So I just wanted to follow up on that from last week. All right. Uh, Poutine Palooza will be happening. I can't remember when. April. 14th? April. 14th? I don't know. This April. It's in April. (laughs) So uh, I I know Fias from the Orlando Weekly is behind this. He's Canadian. Kristen Manieri. Who's also Canadian. Also Canadian. I'm a judge. Canadian. Uh, It's at East End Market. Yep. From 3 to 6 p.m. on a day that I can't remember. Uh, and it's all poutine all Which day. Fries. French fries, brown gravy, and cheese curds. cheese curds. It's the traditional serving of poutine. Uh, sometimes people go crazy and put in bacon. Ooh. Sometimes they use blue cheese. Ah. You know, make it real fancy. And the participating what? chefs include someone from Reyes. That doesn't sound Canadian. <laughs> Reyes Mescaleria. None of these do. Uh, Ravenous Pig. Yeah. And Sushi Pop. Oh. Right? So, like, about 37 bucks, 40 bucks, you get to eat all the poutine you want. One bowl. At East End Market. Is that all you want? No, it sounds delicious. No, I love it. I, uh, I used to eat it at a gas station called The Beaver. Yeah? <laughs> Up in Canada. Or you could get a, the Husky. <laughs> it was where all the truckers go. And they used to make the best french fries. And we would go drinking and dancing. And then you could like go eat at the gas station afterwards. Nice. Because they were 24, 24 I love hours. it. And uh, maybe pick up a trucker. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so you're a judge? Who else is a judge? Do you know? Jim Colbert. Oh, nice. And one other person. I can't remember who it is. Fias didn't ask me. No? No. Want to ask him? Maybe no, ask I'm not going to be you in play town. play hockey with him. No, I know. He hasn't played this week. You're not going to be in town. Where are you going? I'm going out of town. Going to Europe. I am. That's how I. That's why I got sick. Because <laughs> you said it before. I get sick as much as you go on right, vacation. Well, keep getting sick so I can keep going on vacation. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I'm Come with me. <laughs> uh, drag queens. Oh. Reading books. Oh, I'm, I was out there protesting. <laughs> I might have taken your picture. Oh, I was there with a hat. Did you see that guy with a hat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sashes. There's your sash. There were some big red sashes. The LGBTQ plus alphabet soup queer center in Mills 50 uh, was hosting a rousing day of story time for kids hosted by Gidget Galore, one of Orlando's premier drag queens, John. That was happening today. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, People didn't like it. Got some protesters? Oh, yeah. I want to say there was like 40 people out there. Really? Yeah. I feel like you got better things to do on a Thursday. I wrote about protest drag queens at a gay center in Orlando. Like, what do you, I mean, what do you expect? First of all, if you're going to take your kid to the center, you're likely okay with the gays. Oh, yeah. Right? Maybe you even are gay yourself. (laughs) There's no reason for you to go to the center (laughs) otherwise. No. Right? 
you could at me later if you want. Center, <laughs> I don't care. Um, and they, yeah. So I knew, you know, someone's gonna get upset in today's world, John. Having a drag queen read stories to kids, you know someone's going to get upset. Yeah. And uh, so I got a call from somebody over there. I'm not going to name their name. And they were, like, very upset. Like, you better get over here. Love if you just took a, you know. And I was like, what do you want oh, me wait, to do? Oh, wait. They wanted you to take a picture of the people they protesting? They didn't say that. They said, you better get over here. There's some things going down. Please come take a look. And they were crying because they were so upset. Really? And I, and I was a little cold. And I was like... What do you expect? <laughs> like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, like I, I am super liberal, but I am also aware as a human being, knowing that this is so far left, the right will be upset. No, I mean, you will but, get but a protest. That's a select group of people that are willing to take off a Thursday. To go protest something. During like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So I think this is a, a, a version of, of people that are, they just, they want the attention as well. They want to go yes. out and say, we, we protested this. So I was like, I got to walk Because it's dog. a private, it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's really a private place that is doing a private thing that is not getting funded Inside, from anything. Yeah, it's not like, easy to get to, you know, and they had a full house, I guess. Of kids who were having a great time. You could hear yeah. them all laughing inside. Eh, it's just people upset. Uh, and I went and took a picture. And then actually these people, everybody started commenting on our Instagram, at Orlando Bungalower. And people were like, oh, I didn't even know this was happening <laughs> until I saw them protesting. So it was kind of like a car wash sign, you know, like sign flippers, like, go over here. Something's happening. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I just find it interesting. That's all yeah. I have to say. How, how are we doing on time? We're good. We okay. got to wrap up though soon. All right, I'll make it quick. Nick really o- soon. Nick What's Offerman? happening this weekend? Oh, really? It's that quick? Yeah. Nick Offerman's coming uh, to town December fifth at Hard Rock. That's very important. Bring some bacon. Austin's <laughs> Coffee will be popping up in the Falcon in Thornton Park on April second. And I say popping up, but it's going to be an ongoing thing from nine a.m. to five p.m. You'll be able to get oh, coffee. Oh, great! In the Falcon. Not a lot of coffee over there. No, there's that Benjamin's like French cafe. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I got to take part in a beam raising at Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center this week, and that's was they're putting up the last beams. I got to sign it. I slapped on a bungalow or sticker and called it a day. Stop bragging. Just very excited. <laughs> uh, the City Arts Factory is reopened in the Fort Keene building. Cool. Very exciting downtown. There's a wild turkey on the loose downtown Orlando. Please really? be careful. Hide your babies. Uh, Parliament House is for sale. $16 million. $16 million, And I feel like I don't want to write about it because it just keeps happening. Yeah. <laughs> Plus the person who, I mean, he's still going to like operate it, right? Don Granitstein is hoping, he's owned and operated for 44 years. It's been a receivership for a little bit. Uh, is hoping that the 111 room multi whatever space will he'll be able to lease back in order to finance his condos. Ah. Uh, and then Will's Pub has turned pink and green. They didn't went through a little renovation. They've reopened this week. Go oh. check it out. looks go beautiful. I don't think we have time for events, really. Oh, well, go to our Tell event me your picks. favorite event. What's happening? One thing, Brendan. Orlando Mexican Food Festival happening at Gaston Edwards Park or Florida Cowboy Heritage Day at Palashek. Real cool, real Floridians, uh, cowboy slash artists hanging out all day. Really fun events. Uh you can actually see photos of them on our Instagram. They look really neat. Cool. Yeah. We will see you guys next week. John has a book signing coming up, too. I do, yeah, on Wednesday over at uh, Quantum Leap. Thank Quantum you, Brandon, for yeah. reminding me. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> we'll uh, see you guys at 630 on Wednesday. Come check me out. Holla. Holla.